Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Monday, the 16th of May. Just five days out from the federal election and Prime Minister Scott Morrison has released a last-minute proposal to help first home buyers get into the property market. Under the new super home buying scheme, the PM's plan will allow eligible buyers to access their super. Mr Morrison says it's a big helping hand. This will increase supply of family housing stock in the market. But Labor says people shouldn't be using their super and the proposed scheme will actually push up house prices. McKell Institute CEO Michael Buckland agrees. Allowing people to use their superannuation for housing is just a way to get young home buyers transferring their money for retirement to existing homeowners. It is a major intergenerational wealth transfer to people who already have it pretty good. While opposition leader Anthony Albanese has had another stumble over the weekend while trying to explain a signature policy on national television. Mr Albanese accidentally suggested the proposed pay rise for a worker on minimum wage would be $1 a week when it's actually $1 an hour. In other news this morning, and tributes are continuing to flow for former Australian cricket star Andrew Simons. The 46-year-old was killed in a single vehicle accident after his ute veered off the road and flipped outside Townsville on Saturday night. Local Wayland Townsend was the first to the scene and he's told Channel 9 he tried to help. He was stuck in there, so I tried to pull him out to um, start doing CPI and checked his pulse and that, but yeah, didn't get much response from him. Investigations are continuing into the accident. Meantime, cricketing greats across the world are paying tribute to Andrew, who was affectionately known as Roy. Here's Damien Fleming on Channel 7. So many ex-teammates, you know, hurting with the news and, and cricket fans everywhere. And off the field, he was like our crocodile Dundee. You know, he was, uh, he was fishing, he was hunting. Um, you know, he uh, provided so much humour as well. Shane Warne's daughter, Brooke, also paid tribute, saying heaven has gained another angel. Overseas now in Sweden and Finland have taken historic steps towards joining NATO as the Russian invasion continues of Ukraine. Both countries have announced their intentions to join the organisation, reversing decades of military non-alignment policies. Here is the Finnish president. We have today a historic day. Finland will maximise its uh, security, and that is not away from anybody. It comes as the NATO chief provides an update on the war, saying Russia isn't achieving its strategic objectives and that Ukraine could win the conflict. Back home now, a 27-year-old man has been shot dead by police after a standoff in Queensland. Officers were called to Ipswich yesterday after reports of a man wandering the streets with a weapon. Police say they tried to negotiate with the man, but he threatened officers who then shot him. Acting Police Commissioner David Koskelly says they had no other choice. Everyone tries to get through their service without having to use that ultimate use of force, but um, on occasions to keep the community safe and the police officers and the, and the responders safe, we need to do those sort of things. An investigation has now been launched. Let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground to New South Wales and police have set up a new task force to tackle the ongoing gangland violence rocking Sydney. It's after a second fatal shooting in just four days. Our Sydney reporter Sasha Barbagat has the latest. 
That's right, Tash, the nephew of slain bikey figure Mahmoud Brownie Ahmed is the latest victim of this city's escalating gang war. Police saying they want to stop the tit-for-tat killings. Rami Iskander was shot to death outside his Belmore home on Saturday, days after two Comancheros were targeted at an Auburn gym, one of them killed. In a statement overnight, New South Wales Police has announced the creation of Task Force Erebus. It'll be headed up by the state Crime Command to establish a coordinated approach to the investigations into the spate of fatal shootings in recent weeks. It'll also probe criminal networks, drug supply and illicit firearms. Police say a big focus in this is to protect the community. They're also asking for anyone with information on criminal activities to contact Crime Stoppers to help end the violence. To WA now and Perth locals have been warned of more emergency ambulance delays for the second time in just a week. Our reporter Emma Griffiths has the details from Perth. Yeah, that's right, Taj. Demand for ambulances across Perth continues to skyrocket, with St John's issuing yet another alert. A warning for delays was issued late yesterday as the service experienced extremely high demand. It's the second time in a week the message was issued, but Australian Medical Association WA President Dr Mark Duncan-Smith says he's not surprised. Well, unfortunately, the McGowan government uh, nearly two weeks ago decided to take off masks. One week ago, the new case numbers went up, and unfortunately, at two weeks, we're going to see hospitalisations, delays in availability of ambulances and probable cancellation of elective surgery, if not official, at a practical level because there won't be any beds. Now for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Peter Switzer from the switzerreport.com.au. Peter, good morning. Now, as we mentioned earlier this morning, the Morrison government has put forward this super home buying scheme to help first home buyers buy their first property, but it's been criticised by many economists and, of course, Labor. So do you believe accessing your super is really a good idea and will this proposal really help or just push up house prices? Well, it will work in the short term. It will eventually push up house prices because you will get more buyers showing up to auctions, showing up for um, open uh, shows to see whether the place is available for sale. But in the short term, it will work. And by the way, there is the question mark, really are people better off having their money either in property or in super? And if people say house prices are going to go up over time because of this, well, then people might benefit. But certainly this is more a political play than an economic play. And we all know certainly in the lead up to an election, the housing market comes off, people avoid selling unless they have to. And we've seen subsequently then a rush of sellers trying to put their homes on the market. Yeah, auction listings surged by more than a third last week as vendors rushed to beat the disruption of next Saturday's federal election and the slow period for sales during winter. And it came as the threat of rising interest rates has seen buyers less keen to open their wallets with auction clearance rates down for the fourth week in a row. And after weeks of stock market negativity, Peter's share prices are expecting to start in positive territory. We love this. Yeah, and it's on good news, I think. On Wall Street, stocks were strongly positive last Friday after the US central bank boss Jerome Powell told investors that 0.75% interest rate rises were not being considered. Stock market loved that. And locally, the CEO of our biggest bank, the CBA, Matt Common, tipped that the market was factoring in too many interest rate rises over the next year. Rising interest rates hurt stock prices and our market is expected to open up 54 points higher today. Let's hope we see more positive news. Peter, thank you. Cheers.
Sport now with Brett Thomas. And Brett, such a shock over the weekend with the sudden death of cricketing great Andrew Simons and tributes are continuing to flow. Yeah, Larrikin, a much-loved cult hero he certainly was. Andrew Simons, what he meant to Australian cricket, while he may not have the, you know, the profile, the resume of Shane Warne and Rod Marsh, he was equally as much loved. And uh, and certainly the, the tributes that are, that are flowing in since his untimely death on Saturday in that car crash, just listening to those over the weekend, not just in the cricket world either. He was a massive sport fan, a rugby league fan. At one point, he was training uh, with the Broncos and Gordon Tallis, who was a Broncos and Queensland legend, shared this memory on Triple M yesterday. And the best thing about Roy, just now that I've composed myself, is he didn't apologise for being Andrew Simons. Like, the, you know, like sometimes you meet people and there's the cricketer Andrew Simons, some sort of different alter ego, but Andrew Simons was Andrew Simons and he didn't apologise for just being the big brash country guy. Just 46 years of age, a young family gone way too soon. Yeah, incredibly young. Very, very sad, Brett. Uh, On to good news now. The magic round in Brisbane has been declared a success with the Queensland teams all recording big wins over a wet weekend. Good to see it. They play well on their home ground. Yeah, absolutely. Keeping Andrew Simons happy, uh, no doubt. The Cowboys ended uh, magic round with a big win over the Tigers. That's five in a row now for North Queensland. First time since they've done that since 2016. The Titans and Broncos getting wins earlier uh, in the round. But back to the Cowboys, Todd Payton says their form is no doubt promising. We're really excited about what's ahead of us and there's some belief starting to really grow within the group and so it should. We've won five in a row. It's just off the back of hard work. And potentially some big news coming out of the Bulldogs this morning. Trent Barrett may have coached his last game. That's according to the Daily Telegraph reporting that uh, officials will hold emergency talks this morning claiming they hope Barrett resigns before he's sacked. There's a fan-led campaign to have the coach removed just 18 months into the job, Tash. And Brett, concerns for a Carlton star who crumbled to the turf in the win over the Giants yesterday. It was a really impressive win from Carlton without Harry Mackay. It was Leon Cameron's final game as coach as well. So the Giants were up and about for that. Zach Williams is one of their star playmakers. And as you said, a collapse to the turf early in the first quarter, I think it was. And he's ruptured an Achilles before. Certainly those were the initial fears for him. His coach, Michael Voss, though, is hoping for the best. Well, the initial prognosis, we don't know. So we'll get that assessment tomorrow um, and see you know what the, what the damage is from there. So... Um, it's a little bit too early. And Gold Coast snapped uh, Fremantle's six-game winning streak. Really impressive win yesterday. Last night, the Demons too uh, too strong for the Eagles. They are unbeaten after nine rounds and sitting pretty on top of the ladder. Brett, massive weekend in sport. Thanks so much. Thank you, Tash. Thousands of people have attended a free flood relief concert in Lismore in northern New South Wales. Paul Kelly, Daryl Braithwaite and John Stevens among the many Aussie stars taking to the stage. The Lismore Mayor says it was a small reprieve for the many locals who were still recovering from the devastating floods. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also get your latest election news and analysis via the Listener app. Head to the Discover tab and click on Your Vote 22. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow.